two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, um, we're going to debut our new song at 11 o'clock, okay? Central? Central time. Okay. That means hour three. Yeah. So this is a good time to schedule your break. Because if you're listening on the podcast, you won't hear it. We That's can't right. play music on the podcast. Can't do it. This is a gift for our live listeners. But it's uh it's great. It's so good. It's You're gonna great. love it. You're gonna love it. And if you don't love it, we, we don't, don't care. care. We don't care. <laughs> we listen to a lot of songs. We're good. We feel we feel really good. Mike hasn't even heard it yet. I haven't. I don't even actually know exactly what song it is. Ooh. And um, I've heard references. I think I've figured it out, but But this is a even if you think you figured out the song different... that it is. By the way, if anybody wants to guess what song we've gone through, oh, let me yeah. here, let me give you this though. Like as this. a as a uh Hint. You can email us your guesses, Don and Steve Show at MyTuck1071.com or tweet us, whatever. We have not played this song or said the name of this song at all during all of the submissions that came through. That's this right. was never one that we tested on air. It That's was right. never one that we read through on a list. It was not suggested by any listeners per se. It was okay. suggested by uh, one of the hosts of CMT, yep. Cody Allen. Sent me a DM and said, hey, how about this song? He listens from, I think he's in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Listens to our show from time to time. Said, this would make a banger of an open. So then I listened to it. Instantly was really digging it. Yeah, me too. And, and then, that, that's the like, first time that happened. Right, yeah. We kind of synced up on it. And then, now people have been calling me like Timbaland or whatever because they've been saying I'm like a music producer because of what I did to the song. I okay. produced Easier. it down Easier. to <laughs> a uh, uh, like a 30-second version that gets our show going. But it'll give you the feels. And it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, uh, also overly confident at the same time. <laughs> and so I think you're going to dig it. Yeah. So that'll be coming up next hour. Okay. Give me a beat. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. You guys talk about Shania Twain's uh, bus accident, her crew? No. Uh, they were involved in a traffic accident. I think they were in Canada, and several members of her crew had to be hospitalized because there was like an icy patch on the highway. Oh. And yeah, I guess Where were they? Somewhere in Canada, Canada uh okay. not Saskatchewan, but something that sounds similar. Saskatchewan. There you go. Saskatoon. Between Winnipeg and Saskatoon. Oh, yes. Yeah, she said first and foremost, her uh, touring family is safe. Anyone needing medical care is receiving great support. Um, She commended her crew and the community who looked after them. She said the local community and every single person um, on the crew has been phenomenal in the face of a very scary scenario. So, yeah, she was on a different bus or maybe not even on... uh, traveling at the time but yeah they um i'm trying to see did they go there was a bunch of there were multiple vehicles that were in this accident i believe but everybody's fine everybody's good. good just want to give you that update in case you heard that story Thank you. Donna. um next up 
let's stay in country music sure. for this beat. Jelly Roll posted a very tearful reaction to his two Grammy nominations. It's so sweet because, you know, here's this guy whose whole face is tatted up. His, you know, you'd walk to the other side of the street. If you saw this guy, yep. you'd be like, uh, definitely dangerous. Um, but here's a little bit of his reaction to his Grammy noms. I'm not sure if I'll post this or not because I'm so emotional, but the greatest honor an artist can ever hear is that they've been nominated for a Grammy. I got to hear that this morning. I didn't cry like this since my daddy died. Aww. I tried to make this video seven times, y'all. I love y'all, man. So, aw, his really wife sweet. apparently, you know, he's he's nominated for Best New Artist. He's 38 years old. That's that's not normal. Right, and he just won Best New Artist at the CMAs yes. last week. Right. And had a really rousing yeah. acceptance speech. Yeah, he did. It was awesome. Um, he said that he was embarrassed to post this. He said, but my wife says honesty and rawness got me this far. You know... May I? Absolutely, Donna. I don't like what is about to come out of her mouth, and I can sense it already. Go ahead. I think he needs to change the name. It's so terrible. I did not anticipate that. Really? Really? Jelly Roll? Do you want someone calling you Jelly? It's like Jelly Donut. Jelly Roll. Why? Jelly... Do yeah. we know where the name originated? Nope. You know, maybe not off it's the top just of a my playful head. nickname. He probably likes it. Maybe you're projecting. Apparently, it's what his mother called him when he was a chubby little kid. Well, times were different, friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tubby. Hey, Tubby. Bring bring Papa the remote. Aww. And the Grammy Award goes to Tubby. Yeah, my dad used to go, call me Tubby. Yeah, wow. My mom would call me Chub. All right. Hey, it's Chubb's Valentine. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, I don't think he's going to change the name now, Donna. Don't you think? Like, that's it has an endearing reference to him. And I get it. I get how people could feel like, oh, but is this a weight thing? But he's still, he doesn't, okay. he's in control of his name. Right. He probably likes it. It's probably endearing. All right. I have a new dance for you and your daughter. Okay. Because you guys could do videos. You know, Walker Hayes does this Love with Walker his daughter. Hayes. So yeah. cute. Yeah, fun guy. So he's got that song, Fancy Like. Fancy Like, Apple they, they redid the song to Fancy Like Christmas. Yes, I heard that the you other day, but I haven't. It. I don't think I've seen the dance. I don't know if I've seen the dance, maybe. Um, why don't you click on the linky link Okay. and press play, and we can listen to how he changed the words, too, if you could do that, Mike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. That's fun. I mean, I just love this guy. You know, it's, here's why I like following him. I follow him on Instagram. He's at Walker Hayes if you want to follow him. What I appreciate about him is he... And I, I mean this genuinely in a very, like admirable, res- re- respectful way. 
he never sets his house up for any of the videos that he takes. <laughs> it seems like he's got a whole grip of kids. It seems like there's always like somewhere between four and six children involved. His wife is doing the dishes. So, like, for instance, if he was to shoot a video in the kitchen, many of us might look around and be like, oh, okay, get that neon rag off the right, counter. Right. You might not do, like, a full HGTV <laughs> thing, but you might pick stuff up. His comes across so real and authentic because the kitchen looks like, guess what? A he, kitchen when you've got four or five kids in there. Right. And it's just, like, kind of crazy. Even this one. This is in, like, the living room of his home. They've got Home Alone on the television screen behind him. But the wires are hanging down from the fireplace, and for some odd reason, that television is not mounted on the wall <laughs> mount that is fastened to the wall of the fireplace. It just looks very relatable. Yeah. Yeah. You Love know? it. So good for him. Yeah. Right, yeah. Maybe I'll try to learn that dance. All right. Do it the girls. Do it. All right. We got to go. Uh, did you guys talk about the Grammy nominations? You know what? We didn't talk about the Grammy oh, nominations. Let's, uh, let's run through some of the big categories when we come back, okay? Dig it. That's next. Uh, Don and Steve, my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant's Law Firm, where they are dedicated to helping people under some really difficult circumstances. Whether you're suffering from an injury, maybe you've unfortunately lost a loved one in a fatal accident, maybe you're facing, I don't know, criminal charges. Mike Bryant assures that every legal tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. Um, not only does he understand the legal aspects of personal injury, Mike does, but also as a parent, he knows how it can affect families. Oftentimes there's medical expenses, there's lost wages, there's rehab costs, there's distress, and that can change things at home for everyone. Here's what you do. You get a hold of Mike Bryant or a member of his team for a free consultation, and he'll assess your case. And if you do have an actionable case, Bradshaw and Bryant will put their knowledge and experience to work for you. Justice for the injured. That is uh, not just a slogan, but the reason they are attorneys. They want to help you. You could find out more at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. Everything about the music right now is great. You loving it? Yep. You are. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Bangles. <clears throat> Bangles are what you can call those stackable uh, thin bracelets, right? You're damn right you can. You never Bangle wear bracelet. those anymore. I got a bunch at home. You want me to wear some tomorrow? Oh, you won't be here. You can still. I'll, I'll always see up. you, though. Okay. That's true. All right. I'll do it. Cool. Written by Prince. Want me to wear anything? Uh, I would like for you to wear one of those flappy hats. Oh, you know? like, yeah, what do they call those? Um... When the ear flaps come down. Uh, Were you like and a, Elizabeth just talking yes, about these we hats? Yes, we Trapper hats. Trapper, Trapper, Trapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trapper hat. I have a couple Trapper hats. I, I love like my Trapper hats. I would like to try one on. I've always, you know, you always think old people when you see those. Until I moved to Minnesota. Lots of people. Do you feel me. that way because of maybe grumpy old men? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you would love them. It's the best. If it's very cold outside, it's the best hat that you can wear outside of... A full face covering one where you're just Ski peeking mask. out. Yeah, yeah. The, the bank robber. Right. Let me tell you something. Absolutely. I went about 50 years without ever wearing a hat in the cold. I never wore hats. I just thought it was like not cool. You know what I mean? Did like you, I, I didn't want to ruin my hair because anyone who wears a hat, you take it off and it's static. You have to have really good hair to wear a hat. Yeah. Re, repositionable hair. Correct. Because you could for, you could ruin it for the day, just a 40-second walk into the building. 
Correct. Did so you I, wear earmuffs? I'm sorry. Ever? Not really. So Maybe you were really going commando with your head? Yeah. All right. I was at the zoo the other day. Mm-hmm. I put a hat on. What a difference. Unbelievable. Really does warm you up, huh? It does, like instantly. You're like, whoa. You feel so much better about the cold weather. Yes, you're like, I'm fine. The cold, 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 like the bitter cold, that's always tough. That always sucks, all right? Yeah. But when it's cold out and you are appropriately dressed, you're fine. You feel so much better so much longer. Yeah. You guys writing these down at home? I don't know if when we say yeah, some of these things, list. it can really help you. We're, we're going to put out a book of we all just, these tips. Absolutely. <laughs> we're here for you guys. Hey, now, can I say something about the zoo really quick? Sure. By the way, love the zoo. Love the Minnesota Zoo. I don't know where anything is. I can't follow the map. I was looking for Tupi, the Tamandua. I feel like he would have been in the uh, tropical trail. Oh, really? I think you need to go indoor exhibit for that. Okay, I knew it was indoors, but I didn't know where. I was. Uh, I Did you go where. anywhere indoor? Yeah, we saw the penguins. No, you didn't go indoor. That's kind of external. Like, you didn't go in the Tropic Trail or the Minnesota Trail. I didn't. Two great trails. Listen, I went, to the, I went to the zoo my first three times, and I was like, hey, that's a pretty nice zoo. It is pretty big. Not as big as people say, but it's big. Right. And then I found out I missed two entire exhibits. Really? Multiple times with children. What's so in the tropical trail? Um, there you'll have like your weird anteater kind of people and stuff like that. You'll get a lot of tortoises. You'll get flamingos. Okay, you'll did get not a, see uh, any of that. Yeah, like a, there's a little alligator thing. You can go under this little tree stump and kind of look up at this alligator. Oh, there's an alligator. Which okay. is cool. Yeah. I didn't see the tapers. Yeah, it would have been in the tropical trail, I believe. Really? All of those long-nosed animals that you were looking for were inside of the tropical trail. And then there's the Minnesota Trail, which is nice. You see a lot of cool fish. Uh, you see a bald eagle. You see some wolves. Maybe yeah. some bears. I feel like you have bears. Hey, bear. I did see a bear. So a few bears. Brown bears. Nice. Did not. But I was outdoors yep. when I saw them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Minnesota Trail is nice, too, because the Tropical Trail, if you need to warm up during the winter or you want to go to the zoo during the winter, go to the Tropical Trail. It's great. It's because it's always very humid in there. It's greenhousey, you know, so that's good. That can warm you from the inside out in the winter. The uh, Minnesota Trail, I really like because it's indoor, but outdoor elements as well. So there's like open air portions. So you don't get, sure. you're not taking your winter coat off and feeling right. like you're sweating. But you feel like you're like in a tunnel yeah. kind of thing. Steve's about to cough. Okay, good. Aw, Toopy, I'm so bummed. What up, Toopy? Anyway, all right, back to uh, the show. Grammy nomination. Grammy nomination. So let's start with some of the biggies. Uh, Best new artist, uh, we mentioned Jelly Roll. We've got Gracie Abrams, Ice Spice, Coco Jones, Noah, don't know how to say the last name, Victoria Monet, The War and Treaty. Um, Not familiar with a lot of these artists. Best pop vocal album, Kelly Clarkson, Miley Cyrus. Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. Best pop solo performance, Miley Cyrus Flowers. Doja Cat Paint the Town Red, What Was I Made For from Barbie. That's by Billie Eilish. Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. And Taylor Swift, Antihero. Huh. Let me see. That's a good list there, though. Miley, Doja, Billie, Olivia, Taylor. Amazing. Album. Did I already? I said, I think I read the 
solo performance instead of the pop album. Miley Cyrus, Kelly Clarkson, Olivia Rodrigo, Ed Sheeran, and Taylor Swift. You want to know what comedians are up for uh, Grammys? Yeah, I'd love to. Trevor Noah, Wanda Sykes. Hey, I know her. Yeah. Chris Rock, Sarah Silverman, and Dave Chappelle. Huh. When do these air? February, right? February 45. TV. The 4th. February February 4th. 4th. Sunday the 4th. Okay. Wow. That's fun. It's already November 13th. Uh, 10 days. Mm, 10 days till Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Really? You're going back to Jersey, huh? I'm going back to Jersey. 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 I am. I am, and I'm flying out on Thanksgiving. Did you say I am? Yes. Nice Thanksgiving joke. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Tell me what it is. Yam. It's a yam joke. It's like sweet yam. potatoes. Oh What's the difference between a sweet potato and a yam? Nobody knows. All right. Oh, it's fun. I gotta go. Those are the biggies. I mean, like, you know, let's see. Let, let, uh, song of the year. Did we do song of the year? Uh, I don't know if we did so. Uh, you did. Well, I did. Yeah. You well, did. yep, I did. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That I did another category. Song of the year is A uh, and W by Lana Del Rey, Antihero Taylor Swift, Butterfly by John Batiste, hmm. Dance the Night from Barbie by Dua Lipa. That's a good one. Flowers again, Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. Kill Bill by SZA, Vampire Olivia Rodrigo. What was I made for from Barbie? That by Billie Eilish. There was a. Uh, one was po- best pop solo performance. Is what I had read Got earlier. It. Thank you. Because they don't do like best female pop artist. Do they still do those? Break them down like that? Soda pop. Okay. Dr. Pepper. Guess what time it is. Mr. Pib. Never had that. Dr. Thunder. What's that? The version of Dr. Pepper. Like a knockoff? Mm Mm-hmm. Knockoff. But it's Dr. Thunder. Got it. All right, I'm going to go. All right. We'll play a game when everybody comes back. 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on me or Donna, bet on the right person, you win a prize. Game time next. Hello. Welcome back to the program. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and we're going to play a game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time to find that out. And I want to remind you that on Monday, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. Be sure to Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. We're celebrating a birthday today. A very happy birthday to one... Whoopi Goldberg. Hey, Whoopi. Yay, How old do you think Whoopi is today? 76. I'm going to go with 67. Much closer for Steve. 68. <laughs> wow, sorry. Donna, the floor is yours. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I was doing. Seven, did you say 78? 77? I don't know what I said. It's all a blur. Hmm. <laughs> I worry. can't be blamed for anything. She's not listening. It's okay. Uh, Whoopi is the category today. So we're talking about college pop culture. It's pop culture stuff all about Whoopi Goldberg. And we got Sherry on the line to play with us. Hey, Sherry. Hey. How are you today? I'm well. How about you guys? Oh, oh yeah. 
No, 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 no. Oh, we're well, Donna. We're, we're great. doing well. Fantastic. Um, what did you? For a Monday. Yeah, for a Monday, we're we're feeling pretty good. What was the highlight of your weekend, Sherry? I have been working on costumes and props for Grease all weekend. Oh, who's doing Grease? Tell us about this performance. Oh, Fire Lake High School is doing Grease this upcoming weekend. Awesome. And the choreography is insane. The kids are killing it. Oh, great. We're almost sold out. So Okay, so Prior Lake, uh, Prior Lake High School, you can go see Grease. I want to give a belated shout-out on the topic to Chanhassen High School for their production of White Christmas. We went and saw that over the weekend. I really, if you get out there, support your local high schools yeah. and these youngsters who are out there and just yeah. putting on a show. It's really great. So, okay, okay. hope that it goes great for Prior Lake. With Thank that being you. said, you and I obviously just made a deep, deep bond with one another. Donna doesn't care a ton about theater. Would you like to team up with Donna, who thinks that the arts should be defunded in public schools? Or Lord. Stevie um, Boy, who has uh, children who are in the arts? What is the topic? It is Whoopi Goldberg today, and Donna trails by three points. Yeah. Oh, this is a tough one because you let me down last week, Steve. Oh, my bad. Give me a chance to make go- it right. I am going to go with you, Steve. Yes, Donna. All right, then I can go get candy. I'm sorry about what I said about Donna wanting to defund the arts in public schools. I don't know if it's true or not. I've never pressed her on the topic. Bye, Donna. All right, Sherry, you're going on hold. Donna's going to step outside, and we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Again, as I mentioned, uh, two wins last week to end the week for Steve. You haven't beat Donna head-to-head, though, in, I think, four or five matchups. That feels right. So, yeah, you need, to, uh, you need to turn it around. We'll see if you've got an opportunity to do that and if you can grow that lead. Again, Whoopi Goldberg's birthday today. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. All right, listen in, Sherry. If there's anything you think you want to change at the end, uh, you'll have an opportunity to do that. Let's start with this one here. Whoopi makes a cameo appearance as Buckwheat's mom in this 1994 family comedy. Little Rascals. She has hosted the Oscars four times. Name one of the only other three people to host it more. Billy Crystal. From 88 to 93, Whoopi played the character Guinan in 28 episodes of this intergalactic show. Be specific. Okay, so this is going to be a specific Star Trek. I'm going to say Star Trek The Next Generation, but I say that with very... Little conviction, so Sherry, put your thinking cap on, and nanu nanu, bitu bitu, may the force be with you. Anything you like repeating in these final four seconds? No, I just want to say hello. Okay. Say hello, then. All right, Sherry, you heard his answers. How do you feel like mm-hmm. Steve did on those? Uh, two out of three. Which one do you want change? Can you repeat the last one? From 88 to 93, Whoopi played the character Guinan in 28 episodes of this intergalactic show, Be Specific. And he said, Star Trek, The Next Generation. I'll stick with that. Okay. Okay. You felt good about the first two, though? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Donna. Put you back on hold. Bring Donna back in. All right, Donna. It went well. You went out, got candy, brought me no candy. Is that right? It's fine. So I brought Did you, candy you want earlier. candy? Well, I surprised you with some candy earlier. I just thought I thought you were doing a cleanse. Oh yeah, that's right, candy cleanse. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's different. I did my shrimp cleanse, candy cleanse. All right, Don. I did remind Steve. I don't think he's beaten you in like four or five matchups head to head. He did win the last two last week when you were out. I did even specifically change the category and allow uh, Elizabeth to choose, and <laughs> he still beat her. Dang it! Uh, yeah. So uh, mm. we've got this one though. It is uh, Whoopi Goldberg's birthday today. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You're trailing by three. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Let's see how it goes. We'll start with this first one here. 
Whoopi makes a cameo appearance as Buckwheat's mom in this 1994 family comedy. Little Rascals. She has hosted the Oscars four times. Name one of the only three people to host the show more. Uh, oh, God, come back to me. From 88 to 93, Whoopi played the character Guinan in 28 episodes of this intergalactic show, Be Specific. I, I, I don't know, but the first one is, uh, what's the, who's the guy from the, uh, something about uh, uh, Sally, when Harry met Sally? His name is Billy Crystal, All number right. two. And then 88 to 93 intergalactic TV show. Uh, Alf. <laughs> All right, let's run through these answers <laughs> Not here. Not a bad guess at the end, and boy, dang, you got Billy Crystal, shnikes. All right, let's start with that first one. A Whoopi makes a cameo appearance as Buckwheat's mom in this 1994 family comedy. Of course, The Little Rascals. Yeah. Nicely done. We'll move on to the second one. She has hosted the Oscars four times. Name one of the only three people to host the show more. Your answers could have been Bob Hope, who mm. hosted it 19 times. Holy wow. cow. It could have been Johnny Carson, who mm. hosted it five times. Oh, wow. Or you could have said the guy who hosted it nine times, and that's Billy Crystal. Yeah. You right. nicely done. Yes. You got that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And we move to the final one from 88 to 93. Whoopi played the character Guinan in 28 episodes Guinan. of this <laughs> intergalactic show, Be Specific. Star Trek Next Generation. That was my guess. That was Steve's guess. Had you said it, ah. we'd be going to a tiebreaker. You yes. did not. Steve got it right, and Sherry and Steve win oh. today. Sherry! Sherry! Congratulations. Steve, I love you again. Sherry, baby! <laughs> Woo-hoo. Yay! All right. Why'd she win? when she win? She won a t-shirt. My Yay. talk to you. So sweet. Oh, that's great. Sherry, thank you for giving me an opportunity to rebuild the bridge that I yes. burned down last week. We did great. Uh, hey, and good luck to you and everybody involved uh, for Prior Lake's production of Grease. Grease is the word. You know it. <laughs> Love right. it. Hey, Kanicki, sure. give me some hand jive. Oh, Donna, you got to come and see this. I'm th- now you got me thinking about Prior it. Prior Lake's a great place to go, too. You can go to Charlie's well, on Prior. Will, it, this production is next level, honestly. Really? You will be, you will be amazed. We've got LED lighting that syncs to the music oh. all over the set. Oh, my god! Oh, gosh. that's really fun. It's a two-story set. And, I mean, all of the main characters' vocals are so strong. And Wow. That's great. Maybe we should Some- send a talent scout out there. Maybe someone from Chan. Oh, just you, Donna. Just you. Just you, Donna. <laughs> okay. Let me work if on I, that. If I see you there, I that will just make my year. Aw. All right. Let me look into this. Let me see if I can pull this off. Okay. Okay. Thank cool. you. Thanks. Sherry, right? Sherry. Sherry, yep. Sherry, baby, Sherry, Sherry, baby, Sherry, baby. By the way, Jersey Boys is on stage. Right All right, shameless plug. There you go. Are we doing a tip? Yeah, I got a tip. All right. This is going to be dumb, isn't it? Mm. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody, everybody on the show is getting tipsy. Hey, Donna. Hey, Steve. Uh, there is a right way and a wrong way to eat peas. And you like split pea soup. Love. So I thought maybe you would like this. There's an etiquette expert out there on the internet. 
He's British. Already feels redundant. He's on Instagram. His name is William Hansen. And he would like everybody to know that you're eating peas incorrectly. Most people scoop or shovel their peas onto their fork. But he says that's wrong. Because why? You're going to get some peas onto your fork as you draw the fork up to your mouth, you American swine. (laughs) The peas are going to fall off, right? To the left and to the right. Yes. And you can't just spear each pea individually, though. You've got things to do, people to see. That would take all day. So here's the proper technique. I would like you to imagine for a second that you have a butter knife in your left hand and a fork in your right hand. Okay? Oh, geez. Donna? Sounds like a lot of work. Do this with me. I'm using butter a knife spoon. in your left no, hand. I'm using a spoon. Donna. All right. Fake butter knife in your left hand, fork in your right hand. Now what you're going to do is use that left hand butter knife as sort of a backstop or a backboard where you can just slowly push. Sure. You can slowly push some peas over there. And now you bring your fork over against the knife that has peas that are directly against it. And now... With the tines of the fork, you can spear multiple peas at a time. On a time. I'm not doing it that way. Donna. <laughs> I'm not. Why Neither not? Neither are you. You're not going to either. I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to eat peas oh, because I know what sucks. And what sucks are stupid peas. They're the dumbest. Okay. They're the worst vegetable yeah, in the history. I don't even know if they have any nutritional value. Peas. And corn. Lima beans. Love lima beans. And... Uh, I'll just leave it at that, I think. Peas and lima beans. Terrible. Terrible vegetables. Terrible. What did you just say about corn? No nutritional value in that either. I'm just going right through you, obviously. Okay, gross lady. (laughs) No, there are some carbohydrates in there. There must be something. It must just be... Let's look at nutritional value. Honest to goodness, though. It's like, am I just swallowing these? What's going on? Uh, That's a peculiar thing. We're not going to get into it. We're not going to get yeah, we are. yucky with the humor. But like, oh, no, why? No, no. Okay, so listen to this. 119 calories, right? Yes. Wow. What? Five grams of fat, nine milligrams of cholesterol, 184 migs of sodium, lots of carbohydrates, barely any fiber, five grams of sugar, hardly any protein. Corn kernels are actually seeds. The interior of the kernel holds the germ or the corn embryo, and the germ is surrounded by a starchy food supply. Okay, that's a stupid description. Here's the other description. It's just raising your sugar levels. What is? Corn. The body digests the material inside of the corn and expels the hard outer casing. That's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. You ever eat a peanut shell with I the do shell love on them? Like, do you ever yeah, eat a peanut sure. with the whole shell? Sure. It's, it's happened. Maybe just a piece of the shell. Why? I think it's a very fun thing to do. I think I had my father in law, who used to be an ER doctor, tell me that it could cause problems. But I would just eat the whole shell, and there's like a different crunchiness and a saltiness. And it seemed like it digested just fine. Congratulations. Bye. All right, everyone. There we go. Hey, when we come back, uh, boy, Leonardo DiCaprio had quite the star-studded birthday party. We'll tell you who showed up to that birthday bash. Wait till you hear this list. That, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Sexy.
Hey, sexy babies. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, man. We were celebrating Whoopi Goldberg's birthday during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You know who else had a birthday recently? Leonardo DiCaprio. Thank you for asking. Man, he had a huge party in Beverly Hills. Yeah, if you didn't get invited to this thing, come on. I'd be shocked because there is a crazy list of celebrities. It's way too long to read all of the names. No, it's not. All right, here I go. We're on till 10.56. All right. Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Uh Lady Gaga, Salma Hayek. How does he know all these people? He's a celebrity, Donna. How does he know Lady Gaga? I don't know. My publicist knows your publicist. Okay, that makes sense. Snoop Dogg, Scott Eastwood, Casey Affleck. Snoop Dogg sporting a little more gray hair on top, too, by the really? way. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love cool. that guy. Uh, let's see, Kate Beckinsale. She was, like, dressed up as a ring, like a diamond ring. Kate Beckinsale was? Yeah. Interesting. You got to see the picture. It's, it's pretty cool. I went through I didn't think I oh, really? saw that. It was, like, a bunch of pictures of the people in the cars as they arrived. Oh, Oh, hey. Punky Brewster was there. Soleil Moon Fry. Soleil Moon Fry. Soleil. 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 Um, What do you mean Kate Beckinsale was dressed as a ring? She was dressed up as a ring. Are you sure? Maybe. Is this how you're describing it? Is she sporting blonde hair? No. Okay. I'm looking now. Look it up. Kate. Back and sale, Leo birthday. Lil Wayne was there without a shirt on. He shut your face. No, my face is here and it's open. Who shows up? With, uh, here's Kate Beck and sale. Here we go. Everybody now describe to the audience. What oh, sure. Now I'm seeing it. Doesn't she look like a ring? Yes. It's like it's- a big... Um, what would they call that? What, what uh, sapphire? What color is it? Was, blue? It's the heart of the ocean diamond from Titanic. Oh, I love it that you knew that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's amazing. I think when I interviewed Kate oh, Beckinsale, <laughs> sorry about the name drop. I, as I recall, I think I just started the interview by telling her how beautiful, how beautiful she, she is. She yeah, was. that's weird. Was it weird? Yeah, I had had like you know a little bit of like a. Celebrity crush on her, thought she was very pretty. Beautiful. And then suddenly she's there in person in front of me. And and there I am, you know, looking, I was wearing my glasses, looking a lot like Rachel Maddow. And I was like, you are really, I think I, like I said, stunningly gorgeous or something like that. I don't know why. I, I wasn't trying to flirt with her. I was just like, I just addressed it and said it. We've got uh incoming from Miguel Granger. We got a, a Zamboni, Zamboning, Zamboni. Oh, Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. actually is a reference to the movie The Aviator when he gave her a necklace that looked exactly like that. So similar look to the heart of the ocean, but they were in the aviator together. Oh. And that's what that reference oh, is to. Oh, yeah. Okay. Boy, that movie. <laughs> I've never seen The Aviator. Well, if you've got a good four hours... Have at it. <laughs> Damn. That sucked. Didn't it? <laughs> I think it sucked, didn't it? Mike, did you see it? I think I saw it. I, I think like I liked it. It's critically well received. Yeah, I like that Is this movie. the Howard Hughes thing? Yeah. 
Maybe I'll go back and watch it with a more mature eye. 249 is the runtime on that one. All right. Got an 86% on the Aviator, or excuse me, on Rotten Tomatoes. By audience? Audience score was 79%. Okay. Still a touch above sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Aviator does make for a rather fascinating and compelling standalone story about an industrious, fastidious, obsessive man. Okay, whatever. Here's a bad one. This handsome movie is an oddly well-behaved one to come from the preternaturally. Okay, hey, movie critics, just freaking chill out. All right, guys, we get it. You studied words. Just preternatural. Yeah. This handsome movie is an oddly well-behaved one to come from the preternaturally energetic Scorsese. I mean, okay, they're Richard Thesaurus. (laughs) <laughs> what does it mean, man? And I mean, does Scorsese, does, does he not know that there are other actors out there besides Leonardo DiCaprio? No, that's a I fair mean, point. Some of these directors do get in these zones where they like working with blank, you know, like Christopher Nolan likes working with Christian Bale, sure. with Killian Murphy. You see these guys in a lot of movies. I don't know. But yes, yeah, Scorsese. <laughs> Does seem to have a thing for Leonardo. What he is? Does. Yeah, I know that. I just that movie. Ugh. Um, up? I'm just looking at the movie Existing outside poster. of nature. Yep. The heck does that mean? Existing outside of nature, like natural, because he was a recluse. No, but he's not talking about that. Ah. He's talking about. From this is a blah movie to come from the preternaturally energetic Scorsese. I That's mean, not a word. Richard Corliss, Time Magazine. You're in Time Out for your language, sir. <laughs> exceeding what is uh, higher, exceeding what is natural or regular. So I think he's using it in that in those contexts. Huh. Okay. Let me find another bad review. We're finding old bad (laughs) reviews of the movie Aviator, The Aviator by Martin Scorsese. What prominent individual's life could not be made to shine or at least improved markedly if all the unpleasant portions were subtracted? That from David Walsh from the World Socialist website. I kid you not. Are you a subscriber? Hey, Donna. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, wow. From the World Socialist website, I bet David didn't even pay for his own ticket. Probably had someone else who hmm. looked like they had more money to pay for it. That's funny. I'm trying to make a socialist yeah, joke. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, Donna. You were alive during the whole commie situation. What's going on? The Cold War, Donna. Reagan. I was barely Oh, alive. hey, now. Joe McCarthy, all that stuff. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take off. Donna. All right. Stick all right. around. All right. Tell me about the docu series you watched. I watched a couple. I'm telling you. Documentaries or docu series? The, the documentaries. Both of them were under an hour. One was 37 minutes. The other was like 54 minutes. One um, was that I watched last night was this is on Peacock. They have like a WWE channel. And <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I'm, everything's falling apart. Oh, no. All right. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. But I'm going to make a little noise. Okay. All right. Don't try this at home. I'm a professional. Okay. You ever heard of Paul Bearer? No. Paul Bearer <laughs> was the manager of The Undertaker. Okay. 
Okay. It was portrayed by a guy named William Moody. So I watched this last night. It's like a 50-minute documentary when The Undertaker became huge and went on to become like one of the top five or ten most famous wrestlers of all time. Paul Bearer became his uh, manager who would walk him out, you know, and he was this very over-the-top guy named William Moody. But he was actually, this is how he would talk. Oh, it was always oh, going yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, and he would hold the urn, and then the Undertaker would follow the urn. But get this. He actually was a mortician in real life. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And then there was a time, like, after he finished managing the Undertaker, and the year was, like, maybe, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s, he went back to his home state and worked as a mortician again at his funeral home. So wait, his name's Paul Moody, right? No, his his name is William Moody, but they turned him into the manager Paul Bearer. Because that wrestling like, used to do stuff really like that. In fact, get they used it? to Paul Bearer. Oh, I get it, Donna. <laughs> that was kind of the point I was making. Oh, see, Don't this is the guy me. this is the guy who I thought was the undertaker. I've <laughs> met this man. Oh, is that right? And yes. William Moody, formerly Percy Pringle, was his other managerial name. But so, really was a mortician. Wow. What does the Undertaker look like? Does he look dead too? Yeah. Okay. One of the other great names from WWE, Dr. Isaac Yankum. He was a dentist turned into Kane. <laughs> then there was IRS, Erwin R. Scheister. All of that be damned. <laughs> where, where do we watch this? WWE channel on Peacock. Okay. Our brand new song debuts. Oh! After the Dirt, next. 